Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I am Chris Witt. With me, as always, is my cousin Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? I'm very cold, but I'm I'm good. It's Very chilly good. out there, man. I, I wasn't expecting the I wasn't expecting it to be as chilly as it is. Um, it's snowing. So, it's snowing yeah. right now. So I was uh, I went to, I went on I was uh, out of town on business last night. It was fifty six degrees when I left mm-hmm. on Tuesday. Yep. So I just brought a jacket, and it was twenty four degrees in Columbus and snowing all day today, and yep. it sucked. That was it. Was one of those transitions that Cincinnati, I feel like, is known for. It can be fifty-six, and three hours later, it can be twenty-four. Yep, that's exactly right. So, um, yeah, that's a kind of a bummer, and it sucked, but it is what it is. And here we are now. We're here. We're in the basement. We're inside. We're inside the studio. Uh, studio nosebleeds. <laughs> sure. If you're uh, checking us out on Facebook Live, we appreciate you guys uh, chiming in, coming in. Uh, we'll try to keep an eye on the feed. If you got any questions or want to throw anything out at us that way, go ahead and do it. Chances are we probably won't see as much as we should, but uh, we'll give it our best shot to keep an eye on that. We got a lot of stuff to do today, man. We do. And you know, something just came to mind. Oh, yeah? When you when you were deciding on the spot a name for the studio. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we should have a poll and let the fans vote on what the name of our studio should be called. I like what that. What do you think? I'm down for that. I we, just yeah, let's just off the top of whatever. I, I we'll, we'll we'll maybe we'll come up with some options and we'll throw them out there, and you can vote. Or if you have just whatever off the top of your head, you want to throw them out to us at any point. Throw them out to us, and if we like one, we'll go with it. I'm good with that. Something like that. I like that. Yeah, we'll. Uh... We're gonna we'll just, just the idea of coming up with a name. Basically, if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, YouTube, Apple Podcast, iTunes, Castbox, Facebook, whatever you're listening to, comment on when when you're listening right now. Comment on what on what the studio should be called. Yep. And uh, we'll give it two weeks. Two weeks. If we only get one comment, then that's what the studio is going to be called. Otherwise, okay. we'll let everybody throw some th- some out there. If there's multiple we'll, in two weeks, we'll bring it on. And uh, and, then, and then we'll vote. And then we'll vote. That gives everybody that didn't listen the first week a chance yeah. to get catch up. Yeah. I like it. I'm, I'm down for that. All right. All right so, everybody, um, like I said, we got a lot of stuff to go through today. So, before we get into it, Adam. What, uh, what the printer's going on? It is. That's, are that's we re- are we receiving our first facts? I think we're I think we are getting our first <laughs> in studio facts. It, it is the first vote by facts for what the name of the uh, studio is going to be called. I didn't even put my fax number out there, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. Let's see what it says. Sensi Studio. <laughs> nice. There you All go. Right. Um, I have the only computer in the house here too, so I'm a little confused on how this is happening. <laughs> okay. So. We got national championship. the The college football national championship went down. It did. That was uh, a a game nobody saw coming. Mm-mm. Uh, I I I enjoyed it. I thought it was a great game. Uh, I mean, it was a blowout, but it was. It's fun to watch a a team that's thought to be a dynasty or unstop unstoppable, not just get beat, but get beat down. We'll get into that. Uh, NFL playoffs, obviously. We're in the second round of the NFL playoffs. Uh, we're going to get into our big three in the NBA. Uh, and then we've got a little something special. 
coming out. Adam, uh, Adam, Adam put it out there on Twitter earlier that uh, we are going to be revealing, unveiling, revealing, unveiling our both. yeah both our newest uh, tournament, mm-hmm. which will be uh, on Facebook poll, and it's best NBA nicknames. Yes. I'm very excited about that. I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be fun too. And you know, there's so many good nicknames that we have to we have to let you know. We'll get into to to what the what went into the to to deciding yeah what went what made the what tough. made the cut. We did Real 16. Tough. We had about 22 or something like that. We got it down to 16. So there you go. All right. So let's start off national championship. Dabo Sweeney comes in and knocks off um, Nick Saban. For the second time, yes. Uh, Although neither one of them actually played in the game, but yes, I, it was I, their I know teams. It's their teams. <laughs> it's their teams. That's uh, so. Clemson beats beats, and it was a so it's five and a half point spread. They won by th- was it twenty forty four sixteen. So there you go, so, twenty eight twenty eight. Yeah. So an absolute demolishing. And I'm going to tell you, everybody is talking about this Trevor Lawrence kid, and I mean he played phenomenally. He's a true freshman. You know, Tua Tonga Viola. Honestly. He threw that pick six, and he came right back with a and threw a, and threw a touchdown. I mean, he looked good. He looked okay. I'm I don't I, I like Travis this Trevor Lawrence, mm-hmm. but he's not what stood out to me in this game. Okay, what did it was Clemson's defense? Absolutely, that was Clemson's defense won that game. I mean, Trevor Lawrence had a great game and he played well as a f- true freshman, but that defense. Won the game, and, there are, and, and I mean that—that that was what took on. Uh, that's what—that's what did it for him, in, in my point of view. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It was really impressive, the defense. Um, you know, quickly talking about you mentioned Trevor Lawrence, who was um, you know one of the most highly regarded, recruited high school quarterbacks ever coming out just yeah. last year. Um, so he was, uh, you know, he threw for 347 yards, three touchdowns. Their three top performers on offense, freshmen, Trevor Lawrence is a freshman, their running back, uh, Travis Etienne, yep. sophomore, yep. Justin Ross, their wide receiver. Who who is from Alabama. He was yes. the number one wide receiver that came out last year, true freshman out of Alabama. Just, in, I'm just going to show you that this Clemson team, what he's doing at Clemson, at Clemson I bet if you went out – and talk to 100 random people on the street, 30 people would know what state Clemson was in. <laughs> yeah, no, you're probably right. I agree with you. Um, yeah, and, and that's a, that's incredible because there's no better recruiter than Nick Saban, right? So, so you're you're me- so, you're you're meant to believe, and all you've heard over the last three years is how Clemson and Dabo Sweeney is trying to build an Alabama-like team. They to your point, very nearly have. They very. I think have. they. Well, I think they have. They 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 proved yesterday they've got the defense, which Alabama's always been known for, mm-hmm. and they have offense. Yep. They've got you know the best quarterback that came out last year. Um, I mean, it's it's insane to think, but we have two dynasties in college football. If you ask me, I mean, these guys have faced each other the last four years. Yeah, uh, three national championships and one in the playoffs. It was the first round of the playoff instead of national championship, but four four straight years. Mm-hmm. And you got to you got to think they, those are going to be the two teams that start out one and two next year in the in the first. I mean, polls. They're, both their quarterbacks are coming back, and they have the they 
I mean, half the def- half of Clemson's defense will be back. The the, uh, the two top tacklers for Clemson in that game, both sophomores, both coming back. Yeah, Isaiah Simmons, uh, and was that AJ, AJ Terrell? Terrell right? yeah, 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 the cornerback. Right. So I mean, I'm 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 excited. This is I. We've talked about it before. We're not we're not the biggest football guys. I right. I enjoy the, I like I love the NFL. I'm a huge Bengals fan. You are Bengals fan. Neither I don't have a college football team. Uh, I'm you know Xavier big obviously <laughs> big ups to Xavier. Huge win today. Come back down seventeen. Big win for Xavier against Georgetown. Patrick Ewing is cursed uh, against Xavier. Poor guy. Your favorite your favorite childhood basketball player yep. coaching against your favorite college team tonight. I, as long as we beat him, I don't care. I still yeah. get that. And I, I get to see him. He's really close, and I say you know. <laughs> I got to see Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing, exactly. And he's got the biggest wingspan of anyone I've ever seen. (laughs) They have a play where he holds his hands out like this (laughs) and – it, you know, straight out like from like 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 the Michael Jordan holding a basketball, holding the two basketballs Mm -hmm. uh, poster. That he he holds his hands out like that. And it went across like almost the entire bench. I saw him. He scratched Travis Steele's back actually when he did that. <laughs> and they I were and they were both behind the coaches' lines. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. Okay. So we we got off on a little. On yeah. A little sorry. So anyway, thing, national right. championship. National championship. So yeah, Clemson dominated that game. Look, if that you know, it was really surprising. I'm one of those people that said that would have said that would have put all of my money on Alabama if I was betting on that game ahead of time. Um, so it surprised me for sure. Clemson is right there. Now, Clemson, like we said, has built this dynasty. They're just about right there with Alabama, and they're really young. They're coming back with a lot of guys, and I'm sure one of the top recruit- recruiting classes too. I'm sure whatever they're going to be missing, and two of their two of their juniors on defense that had very good games in that, in that game uh, announced today that they're entering the NFL draft. Sure. Um, that was uh, Trayvon Mullen and Trey Lamar, but they're going to fill those guys' spots. I mean, there are they guys. Probably, they've got guys on their bench right now that can do it. I mean, their yeah. their best defensive tackle didn't play; he was suspended. And they I'm, <laughs> fill in the blank. The next guy, next guy up, right? So, um, which is why Alabama's so good because they don't always they don't guy. rebuild. They, exactly. they reload every year. Um, yeah. So now here's the thing. So we 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 said all that for me. It still feels like Alabama is a tiny step above them. It, really, it just feels. So, to what me- makes you feel that way? Especially after so two, they're they're five hundred against each other over the last four years. Mm-hmm. They're both two and two. They just came out the most recent game and won by twenty eight in mm-hmm. absolute butt whooping. So yeah, head to head, it looks pretty even right now, right? Exactly what you just said. I think Clemson looks like they're ahead. Over, well, overall, well, it seems pretty even to me that way. Overall, though, entire body of work versus everybody else, I st- it still feels like Alabama has been the more dominant team for the last – and it's been okay, 10 be, years. Because it's I been mean, longer. I'll give you that. Because the well, dominance has been longer. And but Clemson, even in the last – Clemson has been dominant for four years. They have, but – Alabama has been dominant for to, four years. To reach – to reach on their way up to reaching toward being as dominant as Alabama. Okay, maybe they have. Um but Alabama has just I, I maybe it is just the longevity for me. It, but that's to me that's the only thing that they have above Clemson at this point in time is just the I feel like they've beaten more good teams more handily than Clemson has. You know what I mean? 
just just throughout the course. And look, I don't have every uh, both of those teams' schedules and the results right, in my head. Right. I don't, but it feels like that at least to me that for the last so four, you're, so five, you're, you're ten coming up, years, you're you're pulling the SEC card, is what you're doing. You're saying they're in the SEC, they're playing better competition. Not even necessarily because if you get outside of if you get outside of SEC play. Alabama plays one team every year. It's usually the first game of the year. I don't know whoever they play, like Oklahoma last year or who, but that's it. And then they play a ton of run rum dums, and then yeah. they get into the uh, into the SEC. I think most most of the major programs do that because of the money involved, because they get not, paid not as much anymore since they ch- switched this whole deal up to where uh, you know it's not a there, there's 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 a group of people voting on it. They they want you to play a better off-season, uh, preseason, not preseason, uh, non-conference schedule. So that that's part of it. I mean, I've, yeah, it, it it's kind of feels like be, those two teams, whether it's the ACC or the um, SEC, it's your, your, your conference games are going to, you know, offer – your conference is going to offer some really tough games. I think that's going to be enough – that you can still schedule cupcakes, and you're going to have some wins on there that, you know, it's, right. you're they're going to look like really I mean, good the, wins. You're always going to have the cupcakes, you're right. right? Yeah, and they, yeah, those, and then your conference still offers. So what? Either conference to me, um, you're still going to get some really good games that you're going to have an opportunity to beat really good teams, and that's going to be enough. Um, as long as you take care of business, as long as you play in one of those major conferences and you don't lose, I'm you're gonna so you're gonna make it. I mean, with that point. Let me ask you one thing before we get done with this. Okay. Four teams make it to the playoffs in the in the NCAA college football championship. Are you a proponent of eight teams, or are you good with the four deal? Are you a six guy where two teams get a buy or something? I mean, what, what, where where do you stand with that? I don't think it would hurt anything to play eight. I mean, you you always have that that fifth team six team even that are on the border that maybe maybe they and especially when whenever they go play their game they don't they don't make it in the top four but they go play their bowl against another really good team and they win that game they feel like okay we should have we should have gotten an opportunity i still feel like the best team has won over the last was this is this the oh, fourth year that. that they've done this yeah i, I feel like that. that until until the best team doesn't win then you can start going, okay, so there's a little more parity. Let's bring somebody else in here. But it's the best two teams in it every year. But you still have the opportunity. It's not that – I mean, it I has like happened that way. the opportunity is gained during the season. And, you know, in college football it sucks, but you lose a game. Well, but, but then – but you have enough one-loss teams that – you know, you have one loss teams that get in and one loss teams that don't, and they're both borderline four or five or whatever, four, five, six. Yeah. Where you know you can, I if, if I'm if I'm on the if I'm the fifth team, and I don't make it, and you're a team that has the same amount of, of losses as I do and a similar resume, I you know I'm I'm making a case against you. I'm making a case for me instead of you. And if you get if you bring it up to eight, you have more teams. You know, then you're going to have nine and ten being like, wait a minute, we should get an opportunity. But you know, it's always going to be. It's always, no matter what happens, that next team's always going to say that they, they, you know, we got gypped. Somebody's always going to get gypped. It's always going to happen. Leave it. I'm, I'm, I'm. I say leave it at four. If you want to go to six, 
then I would do. I'm okay with six and play like a. Uh, let the the top two one and two have a buy. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, yep. you're going to have to start these games earlier. Like Joe Leonard was saying, start them right after the conference title game. You'd have to if you did eight teams. You'd have to start it way earlier. You don't need to. It's great to have time to heal and everything. You don't need to wait a, a month. It's to play. six weeks. Yeah, it's a month and a half. Right. That's there's no reason to do that. Yeah, exactly. I agree with that for sure. So all right, all right. So I think that's enough uh, uh, college football for us. I'm not. You know, we're I'm I'm good with college football if you're good with it. I am too. All right. Let's move on to the NFL. So let's go on to our next favorite topic to go over on the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. Uh as I, if you listen to our podcast, you know that we are baseball and basketball guys. Uh but the NFL is what's going on right now. The playoffs are here. The playoffs, yep. And I'm gonna tell you what, uh it was an interesting week last week. It was. Um so we, we made our predictions going into the wild card weekend. It was um, I. I made it easy to remember who I picked because I just picked all the home <laughs> you picked teams. Picked all the home teams. I, I legitimately thought you know they would they would probably win. Um, although I thought the Chargers would have the best chance to beat the Ravens right. in Baltimore, and they ended up doing that. I did pick the Ravens just to go with the the home teams, but um, so I I was in fact one in three in that prediction. One out of four. So good on you. Teams <laughs> terrible on me, but so how did I do? I don't know what were your what were your picks? Did I you write took, them down? No, I didn't write them down. I but yeah, I took I the Colts. I think yeah. I got three games. I hit three games. I think you did too. Because I took two. I went. I went two home teams and two non home teams. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We're not making any bets. I'm done making bets no, on no, this no, podcast. Yeah. No bets. No bets. Chris, I, no I bets need a for I now. need a break from bets. I haven't won a bet against Adam yet. Uh, I'm still mulling. Year. We are in season two, year two. Of the Nosebleed Sports Podcast, uh, hard to believe, but we're in year two, and well, the second year, the second week, thirty nominal year, <laughs> yeah, the second nominal year. Um, but anyway, I, I, I'm not I, my my 2019 New Year's resolution: only make bets. I think I can win. Wow. Not I think I win. I, that I know I can win because I think I can win every bet. I, I'm still mulling over what your uh, fantasy basketball team's I, name yeah. is going to be. I'm going to come up with something very soon. I promise. That's fine. I'm, hey, I'm, you notice I'm not pushing you for it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You haven't mentioned it at all since the end of that competition. Yeah. So anyway, okay. So let's go over real quick. The Colts beat the Texans 21-7. Yep. Right. You took the Colts in that game. Yes. Um, the Cowboys beat the Seahawks 24-22. You took, uh, I think you said Dallas, right? Was that the one? No, I took, one of them? I took Dallas in that one. Okay. Um, so the Chargers beat the Ravens 23-17. Um, and you took the Chargers, I yep. think, right? Uh, then the Eagles-Bears game, that was That was where that was I took the Bears. I took the Bears you in took that the game. Bears. I thought the Bears would win that game. And I, I, would... did, I did too. How about, how about Nick Foles? Two years in a row, you've, you're, you're sitting behind a guy who is – you know, thought to be the savior of this franchise. And he goes down two years in a row, and you go on a phenomenal run. Like, this, dude, the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl again. It's going to be <laughs> back-to-back years. Their starting quarterback both years is not going to be the quarterback that won the Super Bowl. That's Isn't that weird? It's just That's crazy. And it, it boggles my mind. I think most people overlook the importance of having a, a, a good backup quarterback, too, and that kind of proves, like, it's important. Pay That's that, it. man. That's important, yeah. Pay him. Um, okay, so the, you know the big story in that Eagles Bears game though was Cody Parking missing the Boy. 43-yard field goal 
Have you seen some of these Bears seconds. fans on YouTube and all the and all these things that they were these people are crazy. Yeah. Like the Bears haven't been in the playoffs in eight years and all of a sudden like Cody Parkey's the worst person in the world. It's well, sports fans are, are awful people in general. So <laughs> so that's just the way it is. I, I'm sorry you can you can be upset with me if you're listening to that and you don't like it. I'm a sports fan. Sports fans in general, a lot of them are terrible people who are blinded by just stupid they're, they're probably they're probably their... good people, but fans is short for fanatic, and a lot of them are fanatics over their team. In their life, the sport is a way to get away from your everyday life. Mm-hmm. And these people are probably good people, but when they get away from their everyday life and they get a chance to be a fanatic. That doesn't mean you're allowed to get away from being a good person. <laughs> I agree. So I'm... don't send people death threats. Don't don't you know curse the guy out on twitter or whatever don't you you don't even have to boo him why boo him as he's running off the field now that guy cody parkey handled that missing that kick better than as well as anybody could possibly no doubt doubt. he was he was he walked around and shook people's hands after the game good game people that you know they were showing on twitter how he even after missing and losing the game he pointed to the sky like he always does when he makes one. He thanked God for the opportunity or whatever. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's I impressive. People yeah. don't think about that. Yeah. So he was, you know, he answered all the questions. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I, it's the worst feeling in the world. I let my teammates down. It's, it's all on me. I feel terrible. That's what you want to hear a guy do is take, take responsibility for that. Right. It did come out, though, that it was tipped. It, some people are calling it blocked. It was tipped, but still, though, um, a, a tip is going to. I mean, on a kick is going to completely. It, I'm sure it, it it altered the trajectory of the ball. It was crazy because he missed eight field goals and three extra points throughout the season, and like four or five of those of the of those eleven misses hit the upright, which is weird. Wow. Yeah. He this kick apparently was tipped. Hit the upright, then hit the crossbar and bounced <sighs> out. I mean, that's as close as as a kick gets. You never see it hit twice. No, it, well, I'm, it happens once but in the, a while. The big the big thing about it to me is, I, I just feel bad for the kid. Like mm-hmm. he's getting death threats over missing a field goal. I understand. Listen, Bears fans, obviously you're Chicago, you know, the I home of Al Capone and all that. Garbage. I don't care. But still. He, I, I'm just with you. He did it right. He, I, I, I like the kid. I, and and the kid is is handling it well. He's a good kicker, except for the eleven, the twelve misses on the season now, yeah. <laughs> and, and and kicking them out of the playoffs. Um, no, oh, but man, <laughs> oh, just, he did I'm, though. That's what he did. No, that's an that's, exaggeration. I would hate to. I'm going to tell you the worst gig in the NFL. People say the best gig is like backup quarterback. You know, because all you do is hold a clipboard all day. You don't have to worry about getting hurt. If you, if you have <laughs> three quarterbacks, Foles, if you're a third string quarterback, third string's that's definitely better. the best. Yeah, <laughs> but you're not getting as much money. Right. Second string quarterbacks now are getting big bucks. Yeah. and to not do anything. So anyway, unless you're Nick Foles, uh, poor Carson Wentz. How would you like? First off, how'd you like to be Carson Wentz? That's gotta suck. I would love to be Carson Wentz. Are well, you me? I mean, yes, I'd love to, but but I mean, is for as a competitor, yeah, you know, you lead a team and you are the man of that team. You're the leader of the team, and you cannot be with that team. Well, you can with them, but you cannot lead them in the playoffs. That's a at that at that, that position sucks. at quarterback with that responsibility. And yeah, yeah, yeah I, I understand. Yep. So, yep. what was I? Oh, I was. Uh, what was I? Oh, oh, the worst. As a kicker, 
That has got to be the absolute worst gig out there. Because mm-hmm. if you make every field goal that you kick, then you're just the kicker. You're supposed to do that. You know what I mean? Ah, he's a kicker. Yeah, he's not job. even, we he's not even really fine. part of the team. Like yeah. You get that all the time. Like Kickers aren't even part of the team, and, and they get, get crapped on all the time. And then if you miss, you lost the game for the team. Yeah. So, so I'm either don't mean anything at all. Or I lost the game. Yeah, There's no real like you can kick a game winning field goal and it's all about how they made the drive to get there. Yeah. Unless you kick like a sixty yard or something. But it's like, oh my God. Uh, uh Andy Dalton makes an incredible two minute drive. Uh him and and AJ Green connect four times to go sixty yards and uh I don't even know who our kicker is anymore. Whoever oh, the Bengals kicker? Yeah. Um Jim Breach. Jim there you go. There you go. Jim Breach kicks a Kicks a 40-yard field goal to win the game. And nobody cares about the kicker. It's just that that's a tough gig, man. I, I wouldn't want it. I wouldn't want to be a kicker. I got nothing. There's no part of me that would ever want to be a kicker in the NFL. I would love to be a kicker in the NFL. I mean, <sighs> you you play a total of like, what? Uh, you play a total of maybe like 10 seconds in the game. You got to wear you, the same, unif- same tight uniform that all these – Super good-looking, muscular giants. Like, like you might be like five nine, you know, one one seventy, and like in great shape when you're at home with your family, and you look like a pipsqueak out there. So everybody just knows you as that is yeah. that little turd. Yeah, you look like Adam Schmidt in a football uniform. <laughs> there you go. Uh- <laughs> or, or if you're Sebastian Janikowski, then you look like me in a football uniform. <laughs> I was going to say, you just look like a drunk slob in a football that's uniform. That's right. That's right. No. He poor um, guy pulled his hamstring during playoffs, you know, kicking a field goal the other Sebastian day. Sebastian Janikowski is 376 years old, and he's my favorite kicker of all time. Sebastian Janikowski. Behind Jim Breach. So when he was at, uh, was it Florida State or Penn State? Where was he at? Florida State. Florida he was State. at Florida State. When he was at Florida State, I had a college football game for the original PlayStation. I think it was original PlayStation. Anyway. I was always Florida State because I mean, it didn't say Janikowski or any of that, but you know it was basically the likeness of everybody. Mm-hmm. And the kicker on Florida State was bigger than everybody else on the team, so I'd <laughs> be him kick sixty-five yeah. yard field. So goals. I'd be him kick it off, and I wouldn't switch off of him. I'd just be him and run down <laughs> just, and just blow people just up. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that's the like the like the uh punter from the was he the punter the punter from penn state i think yeah he was enormous yeah anyway um yeah so that was that was a crazy end to that game what's funny too is he he made the kick the first time and they called timeout right as they were snapping the ball gave him the timeout so that kick didn't count they had to re-kick it he missed that one so he he made it he made the kick yeah and then nope sorry they called timeout yeah <laughs> On purpose to ice him exactly, sure, yeah. and it, it's crazy that it worked. Although it was tipped, it was I have tipped. no idea how was. much that counted or whatever. But um, if the kick didn't go in, the Bears are done. So what do we got coming up this week? This week, uh, the Indianapolis Colts are at the Kansas City Chiefs. Who you liking that? Oh, man, I tell you what, I'm going to tell you right now that the Colts are. Don't overlook this Colts team, man. They are good. Yeah, they are. They've got a good defense. Andrew Luck is slinging it better than he's ever slanging it in his life. Mm-hmm. And uh, but you know it's the Chiefs. You know these Chiefs just got that. They they've they've got the the, the MVP. They've got probably two MVPs. I mean, well, maybe not two of them, but Kareem Hunt is gone. Mm-hmm. But you still got Tyree Kill. You got um, 
Pat, uh, Mahomes, Holmes, Pat yeah. Mahomes, mm-hmm. Mahomes. I don't know why I keep saying that. Anyway, um, so it's man, it's hard. I, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm taking the Colts. Wow! Holy cow! Taking gonna, the Colts. I'm just gonna be safe and take the. Kansas I know what City you're gonna Chiefs. do. So somebody you know on exactly. this podcast has got to do something crazy. Yep. Uh, Dallas <laughs> Cowboys are at the Los Angeles Rams. Who do you like there? I am going to take the Cowboys. Okay, I'm going to take the Rams. Oh, the Rams have been on a not a downward slide, but they just haven't looked very. They haven't looked that great mm-hmm. lately, and. Uh, I, and the I, Cowboys have, and the Cowboys They're have hot. looked really good. Their mm-hmm. defense is looking good. If they, it's going to come down to Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley goes off, Rams win. Todd Gurley had, you know, is under 100 yards. I say Dallas wins. I'm taking Dallas. Okay, who you like better, Todd Gurley or Ezekiel Elliott? Ezekiel Elliott. Wow. Okay. Uh, I just like I just like his abs. Oh, okay. You ever seen that That's dude not... always walking? Yeah, yeah. He's always got a cut off shirt on. Like, he t- he's always yeah. got a cut mid cut shirt. Yeah. Guys in good shape. So when I played football, you know, for four years that I played football in grade school, mm-hmm. always wore a cutoff, cutoff shirt at the midsection. That was the cool thing to do. There you get nice. Yeah. Back in 1971. <laughs> uh, the L.A. Chargers are at the New England. I look way better than him, though. The, you did. You sure did. <laughs> Still do. The L.A. Chargers are at the New England Patriots. I'm taking the Chargers. I I feel like that's going to be the popular pick. I'm going to take New England because it's the playoffs. Because it's, and it's New Brady England, it's playoffs. It's Mr. Safe over here. Mr. Safe. All right. That's right. Last but not least. Philadelphia Eagles, after that win against the Bears, are at the New Orleans Saints. Or if you're a person that calls it New Nolans. Orleans. Or Nolans. Nolans or New Orleans. The New Orleans. Oh. I feel like if you said New Orleans in – New Orleans, they would probably, yeah, they'd probably murder you. Yeah, you should be, or at least attempt to. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so uh, Eagles, Eagles. But you probably tell me this is going to be, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's very good, Cajun. Um, the <laughs> I think I think that the I've got I want to look it up and find out, but I I'm pretty sure that the running back for Clemson is Cajun. He got up on the mic after the game, and I was having trouble understanding him. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I love listening to those people talk. So awesome. This is swipe gonna, left, swipe right, Cajuns. Swipe, you know what? Swipe right to um, Cajun people and Cajun seasoning on food. One hundred percent, I agree. Swipe right. This I predict is going to be the one game that you pick the home team, New Orleans Saints. That's you're right. I'm taking New Orleans, and I would. I like the story behind this Nick Foles thing. Uh, it 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 really interests me for some reason. But New Orleans is that's my team. They've been they've been my other team for years. Mm-hmm. Drew Brees is he's a mainstay. He's, he's so Drew solid. Brees is my favorite is my favorite NFL player. Nice, okay, and has been probably for ten years. Wow, Very I love impressive. I love Drew Brees so. He's a likable guy. He's a likable guy. He's got a really, really weird mud spot that he just never decides he ever wants <laughs> mud, to wash off. Muds. I, I feel like he all he must always fall, get sacked at the same like the same way that and mud like jumps up and splashes him it on the face. Weird, isn't it? Just on that one on that upper exact cheek spot. It's weird. Yeah. I don't know how that. That's. It's almost like a birthmark or what something. A coincidence. No, I doubt that. <laughs> Um, so uh, even though it failed me last week, I'm taking all home teams again. Imagine uh, that you are taking uh, three out of the four road away te- teams. Ooh. Yeah, road teams. Man, that could be rough, but we'll find out. 
hey, it worked last week. It did. I mean, it did. All right. So there you go. That's, That's the all NFL. I've got. That's all we've got for the NFL. Football's over. Football. If you don't like anything else, it's time to turn it off. No, please don't turn it off. We've don't got a lot off. of the other good That's stuff. right. So, so uh, as promised, uh, we've got a lot of fans of the Nosebleed Sports pa- Podcast, a lot of followers, a lot of people that listen every week. We appreciate everybody that does. Uh, some love the NBA. Some could care less. So instead of talking about crazy NBA for a lot, you know, for the whole show, we decide uh, to have this segment be called the Big Three. So we just go over the Big Three stories in the NBA, and uh, let's get it kicked off, man. Start off number one. Number one uh, was going to be this J- Jimmy Butler saga, the like fifteenth one of his career. Uh, but uh, Alex Cole just told us that uh, Luke Kennard signing signing in L.A. So maybe that's the first one. There you go. Um, that'll be that'll be one. Uh, that'll be number one of the big three. It's so, got to be. I mean, that's so a that's out. a hometown guy, right? Middletown. Uh, middle. Is, he was a Middletown Middy. Wasn't no, he? no, no, no. He was. Uh, was oh no, Franklin, no, Franklin. He was Franklin. Yeah, yeah right now, right ten minutes away. Yeah, um, I knew it was up north somewhere. It's up north. Uh, yeah, Ohio guy. Unbelievable shooter. Unbelievable high school player. I mean, obviously he was a great. He was yeah. college player, but that kid was. He was he Mr. Basketball in Ohio. I think he was. That's what I thought. Yep. Um, so check out the check out the box score from their game tonight. The uh, Pistons Pistons Lakers, I guess, or is it the Clippers? I didn't even I didn't even look I'm at what sure. game that is. But um, anyway, Luke Kennard sighting. Check it out. Now, Jimmy Butler. Okay, guarding he, Lonzo. He had. Tr- oh, so he's guarding Lonzo, oh, which okay. would put him. So that means you can you can play about six feet off, right? <laughs> and and guard the drive because you can let him shoot all day long. I let him so take guard that the drive. Goofy left-handed. Cross your body shot. <laughs> yeah, it's it. It's, for a guy, the who, funny thing for, is, it's a left-handed shot with the right hand. Yeah, because <laughs> he doesn't shoot left-handed. He shoots right-handed, but he shoots it from the left side of his body. Maybe that's why I think he's left-handed because he shoots it from over there. So if you ever like, if you watch basketball players, just in general, like think back to your buddies in grade school. Think back to uh, if you played in high school. If you knew somebody in high school, college players, NBA guys. Sean Marion was left-handed, I believe. No. I think he was right-handed. Oh well, just he, then he's just another awkward guy. But I got like I got a buddy who he's a lefty, and the weirdest like you talk about squaring your feet up, and he turns his body completely sideways when he shoots. He I feel like lefties always shoot weird. And now that Lonzo Ball, I just find out is not left-handed. Now I'm just making fun of Mike Little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, some of my favorite players to watch are lefties, though. I always say it. I always say it. You got. Monty James Ginobili, Harden, James Harden, Joe Ingles, those guys are fun, man. I was one for three on lefties. One for three on lefties. One for three. Yeah. Wh- wh- Lonzo Ball, Sean <laughs> <laughs> <John> Marion, Sean <laughs> <John> Marion. <laughs> <laughs> we'll watch double a, check those. I might a, not be right. Watch a basketball game, Chris. So. Watch a basketball game <laughs> no. sometimes. If you're going to talk about it. Know look, what you're talking about. A lot of lefties look unorthodox. And those guys are righties that look unorthodox. I totally get it. So, yeah, there you go. All right, so moving in. So Jimmy Butler was unhappy when he left uh, Chicago. He was Threw un- a fit. He was unhappy when he left Tim- the Timberwolves. Threw a fit. He uh, got on with the 76ers. Gets transplant- transplanted into an unbelievable spot where you are in a top three in your conference team. Yep. And that was a lot of people were saying, okay, that might have been the move that got them over the top. Now they're going to be beat the Celtics, beat the Raptors, whoever, and get to the uh, get to play the uh, in your opinion Lakers, in my opinion Warriors, um, <laughs> we'll in, the, in, in we'll the finals. 
But, depends on how much wine LeBron drinks while he's hurt. And speaking of wine, Jimmy Butler had a lot to whine about in a film session when he approached aggressively approached Brett Brown, coach, head coach, re- reportedly, um, about his role in the offense and about the offense in general. He's unhappy. Imagine that about <laughs> what's going on there with the offense. He doesn't feel like he's being used correctly. Some people agree with him. Either way, the report is that he he kind of went at not went at Brett Brown, but addressed him aggressively and by some accounts disrespectfully in the way that he approached that conversation with Brett Brown. I believe that. that. I feel like Jimmy Butler's making a name for himself in that kind of aspect. That's just who the guy is becoming. And at this point in time, people have probably known it for years in the NBA, but it's just becoming more official in everybody else's eyes now. And when he does this, and Brett Brown did it right, he said there's no beef. The way he he came at me, the way that, that we are used to or whatever he said. Mm-hmm. But he, he made it so it was no big deal. It's a big deal. He the put, dude just he, wants more isolation. That's what he wants. He wants more isolation for himself. Mm-hmm. And he, so he, he, what happens? Chicago. Chicago started to suck. Yes. He's unhappy. He leaves. Mm-hmm. Timberwolves suck. He's unhappy. He leaves. Well, they were they were decent. Actually, they were decent, but, but he was just it, unhappy with the with his teammates. Well, I'm saying and this, with the coach this, and the front this office. This Detroit team has been on a little bit of a slide, and they haven't been playing the best basketball lately. So what does he do now? All of a sudden, he's pissed off again. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man, work. Be a team. Be a teammate, and let's work together. And, and they're not even they're not even in that bad. They're they're, they're not. I'm not saying they're in bad shape or they're going yeah. anywhere. They just hit a little slide. I think they lost they lost three out of six games. They went. I think it was like three out of six games, and that's a little bit of a slide for a team who started off hotter than a firecracker. But they were still something like sixteen and eight or something since the trade. I right. Mean, you know, and and that's including including a slide. So um, yeah, he just it seems like I used to be a fan of Jimmy Butler the person and the player. I, I saw an interview early on in his career in Chicago, and I was like, "Man, this guy's a really good dude and stuff." And then he started. He did some. He did the sock monkey, uh, <laughs> the sock monkey commercial for the NBA. Yeah. Part of the whatever that commercial was. Um, you know, he was kind of becoming one of the faces of the NBA because he's a great two way, maybe the best two, second best two way player behind Kawhi. Kawhi. Um, but one of the best players in the league. And, yeah. And he's he's he helps. He does help. Any team he's on, he makes a team better for sure. But he's becoming one of those guys that are, you know, he's, he seems to be. He seems to be one of the guys that that you think of as maybe cancer is the wrong word. I was just going to say, a, that. but like a cancer in a locker room, maybe not somebody who tears a locker room completely apart. But when he enters into it, he's a little polarizing because he's that kind of player, mm-hmm. and he's very good, and he's going to play, and he speaks his mind. And and sometimes that can that can people you know there's a lot of guys in a locker room that are quiet guys or that are role players and they see that and they get annoyed by stuff like that and, absolutely and that's what I feel like is going to continue to happen with him I mean look when he left Minnesota they went on like a three game winning streak and everybody was like yeah they this were really been, good for a while they were like yeah. yeah maybe this was a really good thing right there's a he, he when things go south at all he becomes a malcontent. And I think maybe that's the word instead of cancer is, is malcontent. He just and, and then he kind of he has the ability to bring people down because he's supposed to be one of the leaders. Usually your best players are kind of looked at to be leaders. They're not all like that, but 
He should be. If he's right. going to have such a big voice on on a team and he's going to have such a big role, you got to, you know, be a little bit a little bit of an example. Learn at least learn how to communicate better. Learn how to handle your aggression, learn how to handle when things don't go right. You know, one of my favorite things Chris Mack said, mm-hmm. Chris Mack said, um the definition of a front runner. When when things are going great, you're a great winner. You're a, you're happy. You're you're uh you know you're supporting teammates and stuff like that. Yep. When when things aren't going right for you and you and you uh you know you shut down. You you start you know you start feeling sorry for yourself. That's that's the definition of a front runner right there. When you you know things aren't going right for you, so now you're gonna your whole attitude changes. You're not gonna. You know that you don't respond well to it. Exactly, that's that's a, I, I, that's a big deal. And 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 everybody will love you when you're winning, and then you start losing a little bit, or you start getting annoyed, and it's gonna happen again. It's gonna he's gonna just be a guy. He's gonna be a really good player that ends up playing for like six different teams, probably. And 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 I feel like it's something's gonna happen in the playoffs because they're gonna still be thought of as a potential contender to win the East. Even no matter how really, no matter how this season ends up, because they're still going to be a good team, um, but they'll get in the playoffs. And if they lose in the first round or even the second round, if they don't make the conference finals, that it's going to be okay. Jimmy Butler is probably gone because his contract's up. His contract's he, up. He's anyway. a free agent, right? Yeah. So he's going to. And if they don't win, he's probably going to go somewhere anyway. Um, but I, I'm sure they want to. They would like to re-sign him. Elton Brand's already said, sure, of course, we would like to re-sign him. We'd like to bring him back. But I don't think they're going to do that, especially after this already. Especially after all this stuff is going down after he's only been there for a month. They're going to have to hold off and see what happens the rest of the year. If things go well, if, if he gets along with everybody and everything, and they do well, they at least make the conference finals, maybe they even win it, probably not, but maybe, then you know everybody's happy enough where, where they can bring him back. But we'll see. Anyway. Swipe left, swipe right, Jimmy Butler. <laughs> well, after all, after all that, sw- okay, swipe left on his attitude, swipe right on his game. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Swipe right on the game. All right, so uh, big three, number two. Number two, I've got – so that was – so one was Luke Kennard, 1A was Jimmy Butler. Number two, <laughs> Tom Thibodeau. The Timberwolves, speaking of the Timberwolves. As- Can I tell you, Tom, real quick, yeah. Tom Thibodeau is a funny guy. He is a pretty funny guy. He was on, not on purpose all the time, but no, he was on a Dan Levitard show the other day. Him and Stan Van Gundy were wow. on at the same time, and they were doing pop, uh, like pop uh, uh, trivia, like popular pop trivia, culture, yeah. pop culture trivia. Oh my god, funniest <laughs> thing I've ever listened to in my life. And those two were going at each other too. It was hilarious. <laughs> you didn't know that. Oh my god. So anyway, be, besides Tom, the point, Tom Thibodeau, Tom Thibodeau seems like one is, of those grumpy guys, yeah. like kind of the old school kind of coach, where yeah. he's gonna be he's gonna be tough on you. He's gonna yell. He always looks unhappy. That's not my and favorite. He's got thing a about gravel voice. He's got a gravelly voice, voice right? Um, Probably smoked ten packs of cigarettes a day when he was se- younger. <laughs> it seems like it. But he, uh, he he's he, on the jewel now. He get he's on the he's on the jewel because he can't afford cigarettes now because he's out of a job. Lost his job. Uh, the Timberwolves finally in a in a in a very oddly timed firing after they beat the Lakers by like twenty two points one night. <laughs> they brought him in and said, "Great win, coach. We're all done with you." Yeah. Um. It, apparently, this is this is a while coming. He's lost guys. Obviously, he obviously lost Jimmy the, Butler. Right. Jimmy Butler. The locker room itself had been lost. Um, and and he 
had trouble again like he did in Chicago, unfortunately. Ended up having a little trouble with some of the front office people. Um, he's just kind of, I, I guess, that. I guess that goes along with being just a little bit of a grumpy guy, I guess. He is, and, he, he, you know, and he's, but and, he's a great bass. That's part of, I think what makes him a great basketball coach though. Yeah. Um, he doesn't take shit. He, he does anybody. He doesn't. And he, it's he's his way. He's the coach. He's running the team. It's his way. And if you're the general manager, who is my boss, who is the boss? Well, it's still my team, and I'm running it my way. Don't tell me what to do. And that's why he was also president of basketball operations there, right. because he wanted he took that job because he was given that power. That's what he wanted. Right. Um, so he was removed from both of those roles. So he is no longer employed with the Timberwolves. Um, but stemming off of that, a very cool story came. So legendary Timberwolves coach Flip Saunders, coach, president of basketball operations, general manager, part owner, Flip Saunders held every position with the Minnesota Timberwolves <laughs> over a span of 15 or 20 years or whatever it was. Um, and he was beloved. He was beloved. He, The players, the other people he worked with in the front office, his coaches, everybody. I mean, he's a very well-respected guy in NBA circles. And, and um, you know, past uh, four years ago, I believe it was, um, four years ago, I think maybe right before he passed, in 2014, his son, Ryan, uh, joined his staff as an assistant coach. Right. So for four years, Ryan uh, uh, Ryan Saunders has been an assistant coach. So so um, Tom Thibodeau kept him on when he took over the job. Ryan Saunders is now the interim head coach of the of the Minnesota Timberwolves. He is thirty two years 32 old. Thirty two years old. So can I say this? I'm just gonna go out on a limb. The Minnesota Timberwolves are to the NBA like the Cincinnati Reds are to Major League Baseball. If you're beloved by the Cincinnati Reds, they're just going to keep you around and bring Tony Perez in as a as a coach, <laughs> and then bring his son in no. as a coach. Bring Ed, do they'll they'll do everything you know because you're loved and you're the great uh, you know everybody loved you. And and you're just you know their their owner's probably some big Minnesota homer and ah. Uh, I mean, if he deserved it and worked for it, then I'm good with it. But four years as an assistant, 32 years old, I feel like they could make a better. But maybe off the because it, it's an interim, right? He's an interim head coach. Interim. He's not going to be the head coach going right. forward. So, I so don't they think. just took somebody off the staff. So I'm I, I'm I'm good with it. I like I'm, it. I think it's pretty cool. I'm excited about it, mostly for the story, um, and it, and it's an honor to Flip Saunders. Um, it, I don't know that they're going to bring anybody in in the middle of the season that's going to that's going to drastically change them for the better anyway. Maybe this guy, apparently for the last four years, he's a young guy who has who has built relationships, who's gotten close with some of these core guys with with Towns, with Wiggins. Wiggins and he are pretty close from what I understand. And as a matter of fact, it was he came into the locker like they were, you know, the guy. So his debut the other night. He got a win in his yeah. in his head coaching yep. debut at 32 years old. Got a win against the Oklahoma City Thunder, who are the top one of the top three teams in the league right now. So he um so he got a win in his first night against a good team. They like you know really showered him with love after that thing. They showered him with water actually when he walked in <laughs> when he walked into the locker room. Um, but they were you know everybody was hugging him and everybody was you know like patting him on the back and and you know all excited for him as they were walking off the court and when the you know when the buzzer went off um so just a really cool story 
also really cool here. He ran his dad's favorite play first game of the game. First, first play, play of, of the game. game That's the cool. Other night. That's ran cool. his dad's favorite play. Um, it 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 didn't work out the way it was supposed to, but they got a bucket out of it. Pick and roll. So for Anthony Towns it, or what it, is it? No, it was it was. I don't even. I'm not even sure what it's designed to do, <laughs> but it was supposed to be. It was almost like a double screen for Towns to come a, to come underneath into the low post. And, of course, like he and a lot of other big guys do, they don't stop at the low post. They come all the way out to the three-point uh-huh. line and catch the ball. They, they come all the way out to the three-point line, post up at the three-point line, and then catch the ball at the three-point line and then have to do something. That's my favorite spot. So for any, any uh, big man, I feel like the best spot, if you're going to post up, I feel like the best spot is right at the three-point line. Yeah, well, because a lot most big guys just shoot the three now anyway. Yeah, but that's true. if you but you know Towns is a guy that he should be able to use. He should have enough post moves and stuff that he should be able to score inside. He should be stopping on the block, if, especially if he has a mismatch. Anyway, they did get a bucket. Andrew Wiggins had to take like a long two pressured. It was a bad shot, honestly, but it went in. Um, so anyway, but it was just a cool story that he ran his dad's favorite play to start the game. And then he got the win. Just an awesome story. I'm interested to to know how many players in the NBA are older than him. Uh, a lot. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them. I mean, you know, because he's 32. Mm-hmm. LeBron's 34. Yep. Uh, there's still uh, quite a few people. So that would put Dwayne Wade, Vince put Carter, Dwayne Dirk Wade, Nowitzki. Exactly. Vince Carter? No. Carl Anthony Towns? No. I was going to say Carl Anthony Towns, oh. but I meant to say Carmelo. Carmelo Anthony? If, if he's can considered come out a, I can still player. consider him. I, I, he played this year. Chris Paul, I think, is older than he is. Chris uh, Paul. Older. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of guys. That's insane. A it's just guys. crazy. Yep. Unbelievable. Yep. Good for you. Ryan, little Flip Saunders. Ryan, Ryan can we call? Saunders. Can we call him Little Flip? If you want is to, is there is there that a rapper? Like, is there like a SoundCloud a... rapper out there somewhere named Little Flip? I'm sure. There's it. a Little Pump and a Little Wayne. I'm yeah. sure there's a Little Flip. If there's a Little Flip and you're listening to this, I'm gonna hashtag you and uh, whatever. <laughs> I don't even want to get into rapper names right now. I don't want to get into hashtags. So let's go. Number three <laughs> of the big three NBA stories. Something really cool. I just saw this right before I came over here, so it must have just come out like late this afternoon. The NBA, Twitter, and TNT have partnered to stream a special, uh, a special cam during twenty designated NBA games this season. So how it's going to work? Let's hear it. Is at NBA on TNT on Twitter. At NBA ONTNT. During the first half of these games, of these 20 specific games that they've not announced yet, but the first one, okay. the, the, the first one is going to be during the All Star game. Okay. Real quick, Go. before we do this, uh, thanks to Alex Cole. So there is a little flip, and he is older than, than, than Ryan Saunders. <laughs> Apparently, he sings some game over song. It sounds familiar, kind of, I but know. I don't know. Anyway. What up, little flip? <laughs> Yo, Lil thanks Flip. for thanks for uh, thanks for keeping it keeping it young for us, Alex. <laughs> we need somebody to do it for yeah. us. All right. Anyway, so uh, so so uh, before I interrupted you, we have a new camera that can be voted at. It's it's going to be twenty select second half of the season NBA games. This is pretty cool. So the first one is going to be the All Star Game, February seventeenth. So during the first half of the All Star Game, 
You go to the Twitter account at NBA on TNT. You will vote for which player you want to see a camera for the entire second half of that game stay solely on that player. It's an ISO cam. It's an ISO cam. So they so you so starting with the All Star game and then nineteen other games that they will announce. How many times can I vote? Can I, I can I, I imagine just copy and paste LeBron James and then just Start pounding the computer until Every, it does it like a million times. It, here's the can thing: Can you get on Twitter on a computer, or does it have to be the app? <laughs> you can get on the on the computer. <laughs> it's Twitter.com. <laughs> no, it, it was a website before it was an app. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. All right, there you go. All right. Anyway, <laughs> boy, you, uh, boy, pretty bad. I, you listen, are, I I'm you, an old you man. You are not dude. keeping it young here, boys. <laughs> no, I'm not keeping it. Alex, young. will you explain to this guy how Twitter works? <laughs> anyway, I'm just kidding. Um, so anyway, so so yes, during the first half of these games, you vote on which player you want to see the ISO cam on for the entire second half, as long as he is in the game. That camera. So of course it's going to be the stars. You know it's going to be the. Stars. It'll always be the stars every game. And it, you, I, I don't know. I feel like there could be some times where, I mean, it. It's going to have to be stars. They're going. To, I mean, they're going to have to give you some options, right? Because, I mean, if everybody says like they want uh, JP Makura on the Hornets to be the ISO cam, or I go on and do some, it, like are they just going to put it on him on the bench? No. So if you're on the bench or you foul out or whatever, the the camera goes to a a wide shot of the whole game from behind the backboard, behind one of the. That backboards. let me tell you, that is the worst camera ever. I had yeah. to watch a Xavier game that way. No, it was it was just the game and like squeaks of feet, for, and it switched from the back of the back from the back of the backboard camera on each side, whichever way they were going. Mm-hmm. Horrible, worst thing I've ever had to watch in my life. It's really cool when there's a play at the rim, and it's like and they use that camera and play the slow motion and stuff that's cool you if you have to watch hands over. if you have to watch a streaming game yeah it would suck it's not it's no good so this is anyway. going to be pretty cool though because you're going to be able to and and I would have to say that with it so they're going to have a commentator on this as well right yes specifically designated for this iso cam so you're just going to have a guy constantly talking about James Harden for an entire second half wouldn't that be awesome to hear Tom Thibodeau as the commentator oh my on gosh. on a on a Timberwolves on a Timberwolves Sixers game where Jimmy oh, where Jimmy, where Jimmy Butler, Butler is the, the, ISO, is the cam, ISO guy. And he is forced to commentate on Jimmy Butler for an entire half. That would be so great. It'll never happen because Tom Thibodeau would quit uh, Turner Sports or wherever he would have to work with. He wouldn't do it. <laughs> he wouldn't do it. I, I'm really excited about this. I think it's going to be really cool, yeah, especially be. for this reason. So you have to watch a game very specifically – People talk about how good or bad players are defensively in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Like James Harden, you know, built himself a reputation for being a horrible defensive player, yep. mostly because of effort. Okay, so you can watch, and now people are saying, "Look, he's playing his best defense of his career now because he's trying a little bit." Right. So now you get the opportunity without having to like without having the distraction of the ball. Now you can just watch this ISO cam where you can watch James Harden every single defensive possession, just what he's doing. You can see if he's in help position. You can see if he's how he's guarding the ball. You can see if he loses if he just turns his back on his man and stares at the ball right. and his man cuts back door like like you've seen yeah. so many times on YouTube. So 
things like that, little details that like, I, I like to I like to watch those things, but I get so distracted so easily by everything else going on on the floor and and coaches and yep. the the girls in the first row or whatever, whatever you know whatever you're like, watching yeah right whatever <laughs> whatever you're watching in the game the the referees I like to see the I like to, I really like to watch the referee interactions with everybody sure. more than more than the girls in the first row, but um anyway the um. There's a lot of stuff I think you're going to get to see that you don't normally really pay attention to. I think, and I'm excited about yeah, that. Yeah, and, and to that same effect, I'm more excited to see guys, and I agree uh, with with Alex out there, a guy like Clay Thompson on this ISO cam where you can really – or Steph Curry or somebody that just is constantly moving on the floor nonstop. Like I would have loved to have watched Reggie Miller on this. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it just constant running off screen, off screen after screen. I mean, I bet he came – I bet you could sit there and watch him go off five screens, six screens in the span of five seconds. <laughs> and and let me, let me tr- transition that into um, – for the big three, we had one, one, one A, two. That was three. The ISO cam three A to finish up the the, the, big, <laughs> the big three. three. Is thank you, Alex, for reminding me. Last night, Clay Thompson scored forty three points and dribbled the ball four, four times, times in the game. I love so Clay times. Thompson is my all time favorite for this reason. Every time he drops fifty or whatever he does, the one time he dropped fifty, he had nine. He dribbled the ball nine times. Another time he dribbled it eleven times. He dropped forty three, dribbled the ball four four times. times. That is he'll yeah. insane. The the amount of dribbles and the amount of time that he has the ball in his hands. There were a couple times where he right. he dropped forty five or fifty and had the and ball had for the like ball. twenty seconds yeah, or something exactly yeah. for the entire game. So. So, so impressive. To put that into into uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking? Ah, I'm terrible. Perspective. Words. Perspective. Maybe. To yeah. put that into a perspective, turn on any basketball game at any time, and as soon as that game comes on, wh- whoever's dribbling the ball, see how long it takes them to dribble the ball four times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That span of two seconds that you just watched. That is how many times Clay Thompson dribbled the ball in an entire game and scored 43 points. Unbelievable. It's so impressive. I, I that it guy is. is the most efficient shooter maybe, not necessarily per field goal percentage-wise, but just like catching and shooting, just being so He's efficient with the ball. He's quick with the ball. So such a quick release. Oh my gosh, such a quick The only motion. one quicker than him is on his team. Steph Curry Probably has Steph, yeah. uh, that, he's the only one I know that has a quicker release. And, and might not even have a quicker release. Ooh, I, I don't know. know. Man, that's Steph Curry. He the ball's at his hip and then it's perfect form. That's the man. thing. That's the thing. It starts at his hip. It starts at Clay Thompson's chest Every basically. Time, yeah. I mean, it's such yeah. a it's such an efficient movement from catching the ball to getting it off. It's such a small amount of motion. It's oh my gosh! It's so much fun to watch. All right, so from there, let's get into this. All right, the new Nosebleed Sports Podcast uh, tournament is going down. We're uh, we're we're about an hour into this podcast, so we're going to flip through this thing pretty quick. So here we go. I'm going to tell you, we've been we've been off on the polls for about three weeks now. We had, we we finished up the worst hair in the NBA. Uh, we're still in the heart of the NBA season. So we are going to go with another NBA poll. I'm really excited about this. Best nicknames in NBA history. Yes. This is going to be fun. So now to, to, to qualify this, there are some really good nicknames out there. The White Mamba, the Black Mamba, 
all the different mambas that are out there. But we <laughs> all we decided. I'm, I'm, I'm actually <laughs> Mo Bamba. I can't even now that I'm no, thinking about it. Uh, I, I I'm not a big fan of of the mamba nickname. But but what I'm a fan of is that what I'm trying to say is there's a lot of different people out there with some really good nicknames. Not all of them made this list. Uh, some of them were on our on our our our, our questionable list. Mm-hmm. However. There are some really good nicknames that didn't even make that because we're really looking at guys that were you, you, you had to be a you had to be a pretty good player, all right? You, you had to be pretty good, right? Yeah, I mean, I think everybody on this list is a Hall of Famer, at, right? No, 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 not not a Hall of Famer. Um, because our number uh, fifteen seed is not a Hall of Famer. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Everybody else might be. I mean, there are a couple current players actually one current player i think yeah we only have one current player there is so he wouldn't be all right so let's go through this so um here uh, i'm gonna go we're gonna go through i'm gonna let adam go through and give you we're gonna go over everybody that's in it and then we are going to uh go back and forth and we're gonna we're gonna seed them so we're gonna start with the one seed or do you want to start with the 16 seed let's start with the 16 no let's start with the one seed start with the one seed okay number one seed i'm saying the dream. Hakeem the dream. Hakeem. Olajuwon. All right. So then I will take the number two seed, and I'm going to take Irvin Magic Johnson. Yep, Magic Johnson. He had the nickname Irvin. I don't know why. Oh, I don't why they called him Irvin, but <laughs> I feel like that was a suitable nickname. Is Mookie, is Mookie from Mookie, is Mookie as in Mookie Blaylock? Is that his real name? Uh no, I don't think it is. So oh, he's so is. he's like magic because everybody just called him Magic Johnson. Y- you know so what? Mookie might have been a good one. We didn't. Mookie didn't make the list. Mugsy Bogues, Mugsy Spud Webb. Oh man, there's I mean, so many, so many guys who whose first name you you would think is their first name because it's their actually nickname caught on Magic so well. Johnson. All right, All right, number three. Number three, I have the Worm, Dennis Rodman. That's you know I, I'm excited. Uh, the the worm is probably one of the nicknames we talked about this the other day when we were doing this. The worm is a nickname that I have no idea how he got it or why he got it. But if if I had to pick a spirit animal for Dennis Rodman, it would be a worm. <laughs> it would be a worm. I don't know if I would pick a. I don't or know if a I would unicorn pick the maybe. I don't know. Yeah he yeah whatever he's the he's definitely a unicorn. Whatever the oddest animal is. All right, so uh, who was that? Number three, number four. All right, so number four, I'm going to go with the four seed, my man, Larry Legend, Hick from Hick from French Lick. Uh, we're probably going to put both of them on there. It'll be Hick from French Lick and Larry Legend. We considered putting him on twice. That was, uh, that was the other thing. If your name is in your nickname, you you didn't get considered for You didn't this. like that. You did not I'm like not a big fan of that. Like I, I feel like you, just because your name's Shaq, you can't just say – Shack this, Shack this, Shack of this. That's his real name, though. It's just a that's shortened I, version. No, but that's what I mean. Every nickname had Shack in it. Well, not all of them. Yeah. Big Diesel, Dave, Big Aristotle, and, Aristotle. and, and I. But we anyway. didn't use him. We didn't. We didn't use those because he he gave. He made, and that was the other. Yeah. That was the other one. You can't give yourself the nickname. Exactly. So exactly. Shack, I love you. You're one of my favorite people of all time, and I know you're listening now. Uh, we appreciate all the comments you've been hitting us up with and all the retweets. Thank you, Shaq. But, uh, dude, you didn't make the list. <laughs> Sorry, big fella. Uh, let's see. Number five. five, Pistol. Pistol Pete Maravich. Pistol Pete Maravich. 
greatest, uh, I don't know, dribbler of all time? He uh, was ahead of his time as far as – He was Magic Johnson before Magic Johnson. Yeah. Basically. Yep. Yep. All right, so number six, we're going to go with – now, this one I'm, I'm pretty excited about. I really like this because so this I. is our only real old, old, old school player. We're going with the logo. Jerry West. Mr. Jerry West, the logo uh, is going to be number six. Number seven. Number seven, the Iceman, George Gervin. Oh, George Gervin. I, maybe the most famous nickname. I the don't Ice know. Man? Yeah, I, maybe not, but. Magic's got to be real, more famous well, than that. Well, yeah, yeah. Air Jordan's more famous than Iceman. Yeah, but not. I don't know if how many people called him Air Jordan. Like, I feel like people still, people just say the Iceman. They don't even have to say his name. And because because if you say his name, he just sounds like a grumpy old dude that's telling you to get off his lawn. George Gervin George does? Gervin. Hey, <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'm George Gervin. How you doing? <laughs> Is that how George but then, Gervin but, talks? But if you hear – but if you hear – no, but that's how I picture the odd – A guy the, named George Gervin. The, the grumpy old man next door named <laughs> George Gervin. But if you're the ice man, like that's – ooh. I, I, drop, I drop that Cold down. You gotta drop that down a notch. Yeah, you know you do. what I mean? That's the cool. That's the ice man. That's the ice man. All right. So uh that takes us to number eight, which um it, I, I got a feeling this is gonna be a and, and I don't even know how we're gonna like there's no there's no uh specifics on what you what what the uh criteria are for you to vote on these. I guess it's just vote on the one you like. So this is probably gonna win, but it's the eight seed. <laughs> Michael Jordan, Air Jordan. Air. It, it, air. It's, it's, it's really just Air. The nickname is Air. It, it's not even that good a nickname, honestly. It it's really not. isn't. But it's it's super-duper famous. And um, and it's Michael Jordan, it so he was making to, the list. Yeah, you couldn't leave him off. Number nine. This is one <laughs> that, I, that I wanted to put a lot higher than <laughs> this. You definitely did. But you did not like it at all. So, <laughs> so out of respect for you, I, I, I dropped him down to number nine, the microwave. Vinny Johnson, Vinny uh, Johnson. A, a Pistons guard um, from, the, from the bad boy teams. With As a matter of fact, it's funny because Isaiah Thomas just the other night, like last night maybe, on NBA TV talked about – Vinny Johnson was the best guard on our team. He killed me in practice. He killed Joe Dumars in practice. <laughs> Vinny Johnson was awesome. When and they he came Vinny off the jo- bench, when they brought Vinny Johnson in, that was like that was the move that put that set them above. That's what they traded him for Adrian Dantley. Yeah, yeah. that Adrian was Dantley the move. Was that was the move that they say made the bad boys the uh, better. Let's just say better, better, right? Yeah, we'll it didn't make them bad they were already better they're already bad that was bill and beer's job yep anyway the worm so nine is the microwave i love so we have I just two we nickname. have two nicknames from the bad boys on here uh y- i mean dennis rodman was oh, on, right right, right. Yeah. yeah he was on the bad boys right yeah. correct i'm like john sally I, uh, <laughs> rick mahorn Who, what were their nicknames uh, what was what anyway. was isaiah thomas's nickname james edwards what was zeke Isaiah Thomas's nickname was Zeke. Yeah, I got, yeah. Terrible oh, nickname. That's man. why he's not on here. Yeah. <laughs> all right, number ten. <laughs> number ten is one of my all-time uh, favorite nicknames. Mm-hmm. I like this nickname a lot, and I'm probably going to pick this nickname in the first round as an upset. I'm saying that Gary Payton, the Glove. That's very cool. It's a very cool nickname. Um, Phenomenal his, defender. Yeah, from from his prowess on defense. Um, great player. And uh, great nickname. And great trash talker. Great trash talker. Number 11. Speaking of the bad boys and 
possibly dirty players. Number 11, <laughs> the mailman, Carl Malone. Carl Malone. Um, huge jerk. Uh, just a just a jerk of a man. Um, but really? really cool nickname and Hall of Famer, all-time Unbelievable great. Unbelievable player. Like, probably, like, the biggest shoulders. He had – he was – he probably owned the largest shoulders until Dwight Howard got to the league. <laughs> yeah. Until I mean, that, Dwight Howard got there, this dude Carl Malone was a monster. He was famous for his for working out. Yeah. He he was in such good shape, very muscular, could could shoot the uh you know, he had the mid range jumper and, and he would get to the basket. Of course he played with the greatest uh the greatest point guard of all time. I don't want to hear any other any other words about that. Um he played with the greatest <laughs> point guard of all time. Did John Stockton so, have a nickname? No. Was it that, the male truck? No. Nope. John Stockton would never have a nickname. That's what what's part of what makes him great. He never did the soul shake where you just hit fingers and wrap them up. That's he the never soul, did the. That's he the never, soul shake. It's whatever you want to call it. Whatever it is, Time the out. dap or whatever the, it's called. The dap is when you jump on somebody like you 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 do that and then you tap on the back, right? Oh, I don't know. Is it? Isn't that what you gotta like? Get the shoulder in there. I thought you just dap them up. Just one of these deals. Dude, we need some young folk to tell us what. Alex. Tell, Alex, tell us what a, exactly what a dap is. Number one, and and if I take my hands and clench them together, is that called a soul shake? Whatever, it, whatever call, it's called. Did you, did you have you heard that somewhere before? I don't th- or I did think you I, just make that up? I don't know. I think I might have made it up. I hope but, that you just made that up because that is the funniest thing I've ever. Heard. I don't know. It's the, just the soul more, shake. More for soul, now, for now on, dude. More soulful than we do the soul handshake. shake. That's our hand. Our handshake ends with the soul that's shake. The, that's the soul shake. We'll just call our handshake this the that's secret it. handshake that we've had for twenty years or whatever. Will now be the soul shake. Will be called the soul shake. There you there go. <laughs> if you're watching on Facebook, uh, I hope uh, you enjoyed that. If not, you have no idea what we just did. Nope. Anyway, so that takes us to number twelve, which is uh, probably the most. The most phenomenal oh. man oh. Uh, on this list. Boy, you go from like one of the worst guys ever to the best guy ever. David Robinson, the Admiral, is uh, going to be number twelve. Number, number 13? thirteen is <laughs> uh, uh, um, an underrated player and a way overrated broadcaster. The round mound of rebound, Charles. He's Montgomery. My, how can he be Barkley. overrated as a broadcaster? I just made up his middle name as Montgomery. Montgomery. I feel over like so overrated as a broadcaster. From Montgomery, Alabama. Just because he calls people dumb and stupid and says that teams are terrible, that's why people love him because he just says people are stupid and stuff on the air when nobody else really does that. That doesn't make you good at what you do. Nobody he, said he's he, a good he, commentator. He he's falls funny. asleep during the games. He doesn't watch them. He's he watches. Funny. He watches Bones or whatever else is on TNT <laughs> in the studio when everybody when Kenny Smith is actually watching games. Um, he just he's not he's not good at what he does. It's very entertaining, especially That's, since Shaq's joined the thing. Oh my it, gosh, it, those he, two together. Those two going oh back and gosh. forth, hilarious, incredible TV. Yeah. As a as a as a as an analyst, he's garbage. As, and That's why when, he doesn't do games though. He's not a TV analyst. He's an in-studio He's an in-studio analyst. He's supposed to be an analyst. He's an entertainer. That's all he is. That's all he does. Then you you can only call him that, and you can't give him him awards. You can't give him whatever, Emmys or Grammys or Tonys or whatever. You can give that man anything you want, and you will, because he's the round mound of rebound. And our number 13 seed. Number 14, 
I feel is entirely way too low on this list. <laughs> I feel shouldn't be on the list. <laughs> the King. Enough said. King James. Mr. LeBron. Number 15, one that I know you're very excited about. Uh, not going to be as recognizable a player. This is the guy that's not a Hall of Famer or will not be a Hall of Famer. But we talked about him earlier. All time really good. This is most nickname. fitting nickname. The Matrix. To me. to me, this is the most fitting nickname. This dude looked like the Matrix when he. Sean Marion. Sean Marion's nickname was The Matrix. Yes. The only thing I don't know how or why he got that, but but to me, it's the Matrix is a really odd like sci-fi type of thing, and he was a very odd. He was an odd cat, dude. He was he was an odd looking player. I don't know about him as a person. Or uh, anything, he, but he he would have sometimes he had like blonde hair, and then sometimes he had regular hair, and then sometimes he shoot the ball like from all the way behind his head. On the side of his head. No, no, no. He always shot the over. ball underneath his chin. He never brought the ball like above his chin. I don't think it was so weird. Um, what let me do we get that? Let me get that charger from. What do we go? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Slap it around there. Sure. So anyway, um, so that <laughs> takes us to what number sixteen? Number sixteen. Our very last, um, our very last seed who will be playing in the uh who will be competing his nickname will be competing in the first round very first round against It'll... the number one seed the dream i feel like this is a really good like this is a great 16 slash one seed you're not a big fan this you is don't, a landslide you, this is you a landslide. don't you don't like this guy you don't like him mm-hmm. i don't know what you feel about i feel like you don't like his nickname i feel like you disrespect him i feel like he's always been disrespected just because he doesn't like to practice all the time <laughs> I like your accent there at the end. <laughs> um, number 16. The answer. The answer. Allen Iverson. Yes, I sir. Love, listen, I loved Allen Iverson, the way he played. Uh, I don't know about the guy. Listen, most, most, I think a lot of professional athletes are probably not good people. Like, you have to have a super ego. You have to be, you know, constantly think you're great to, to make it to that level. And... They're probably not a lot of good dudes. Allen Iverson, that's my dude, man. I like That's him. a lot of people's dudes. I like Allen Iverson. I feel like most people well, love him. Always on the ground, hustled more than anybody. I mean, he was he 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 was I mean, he was also really small and probably just got knocked down a lot, but yeah. Yep. He was uh there's no question. I can't debate whether he was a great player. He's certainly a great player. He he was, you know, one or two in scoring for 8 years or something like that. Yep. He was you know, he, he played hurt. He played really hard. Um, I hated his attitude. I hated um, the culture around what he brought to the NBA. It was it was that it was the hip hop culture, which is still there. And I'm fine with that. But it was the thug. It, it was, was the, the it was the thug-ish. it was the thuggish kind of thing. He got in trouble several times. It was just the way he carried himself, the way he I just didn't like it. I just didn't like the way he his facial expressions, his complaining, his – I just didn't like watching the guy the way he carried himself. That's it. Anyway, and and he's going up against one of my top five favorite players of all time, Hakeem the Dream Olajuwon. So that's really tough for me to even – even say I know who you're competition, voting for. I know who you're voting for. We'll but just look, put it that way. If, if we're di- but look, vote just on – how good the nickname is, though. I encourage everybody to do that. I'm going to try to do that myself. 
try to get rid of whatever bias, whatever preconceived notions you have about these players as players. This is not the this is not the best player with a nickname. This is the Obviously best because nickname. King would be one and Air would be two. <laughs> oh, holy cow. <laughs> and the Matrix would not be on this list no, for sure. <laughs> we definitely don't have time for that. <laughs> the the only thing I don't like about this is is knowing that as the weeks go on, I'm going to think we are going collectively to think and find so many other great oh, nicknames yes. that we did not put on this list that well, we're right not bat, thinking of. I really like Muggsy. I feel like Muggsy <laughs> Bogues was awesome. Muggsy. That's a Spud. great nickname. Spud Webb. I mean, Spud we, Spud was great. We talked about the big ticket, Birdman, yep. the big dipper. Uh, one of my favorites that didn't make it, Never Nervous Purvis, Purvis Ellison. <laughs> Such um, a great, that's a great nickname. Black Mamba, White Mamba, Muggsy Spud. Big O. The Big O the didn't big make o. it, which is, once again, this is not about the best players. It's, it's about the, the best, best nickname. Nick. Thank you. And literally, that is just, that is just his name, is Oscar. So, by the, the Big way, O is just his name. By the way. What? Somebody who should be on here is the Greek Freak. Oh! <laughs> The Greek freak. Thanks, Alex. Another another good contribution. Uh, I, my favorite player in the NBA right now. He and Russell Westbrook are my favorite players in the NBA right now, and Steph Curry, and uh, about ten or uh, yeah, ten or twelve yeah, other don't, guys. Don't, don't, but anyway, don't act like you have a favorite but, player. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> my front runner for MVP, Giannis Antetokounmpo, the Greek freak, is an Dude, excellent nickname. All right, so excellent real quick, nickname. do we want to throw him in here? Do we want to take somebody out and put yeah, him in there? Take, drop the answer by by all means. <laughs> I say we dropped the microwave, but whatever. Oh no way! Uh, He's a, he should be the two seed. That's it. No, nope, it's right, not happening. We're Greek staying. freak, Greek freak. We love you. That's exa- that's only, a, a perfect example. There's of only what's just one. There's only there's only one player on here that is playing currently uh, in the NBA, and that is uh, LeBron James. So in that case, I'm going to say that you have to be over 30 years old to be on this list. So sorry, Greek freak, you didn't make it. Over 30. You have to be <laughs> over 23 years old to yeah. make this list. <laughs> Ryan Saunders barely makes it. Poor guy. Yeah, what's his? Is it Lil Flip? Lil Flip should have been on here. <laughs> Lil Flip. Oh, Lil Flip should have right. made He's it. Honorable sure. mention. Honorable mention, Lil Flip. <laughs> uh, oh, well, if that's the case, then we got to start talking about coaches in general. And you have, what was uh, Phil Jackson, like the – the the guru or something what they call oh, him the zen master the zen master yep. yes yep i'm glad you're here because i don't know any nicknames <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh, where are we at time wise on here oh bev hour and 20 minutes so we're Holy about done today smokes. yeah we're about done today we got some really funny stuff that we're going to go over so so the we'll, we'll have the playoffs uh NBA, nfl playoffs of the second round of the nicknames next week. Uh, other than that, there's there's not going to be too much more going on. So we got some really funny stories. We gotta we're gonna we're gonna do some anecdotes. anecdotes. Like that word. Let's let, let's preview it though. Let's let's okay. Get a little taste. Um, just just say what it is. We're not gonna talk about it this week because we're out of time. Um, we're gonna about, talk about this. Is what we'll do? Go. We'll say swipe left, swipe right, and we'll we'll take each other. We'll let each other do swipe left, swipe right, and then okay. we'll do it on the next show. Okay. Swipe left or swipe right. Sitting by yourself at a restaurant or a bar or whatever establishment, eating, going, drinking, going to a restaurant, sitting by yourself, eating by yourself. For years and years and years and years, I thought that was the weirdest thing in the entire world, and I would have swiped left. I, you never would have caught me dead by myself in a restaurant. Now I swipe right. I do it all the time. 
you're a salesperson. You are on the road by yourself all the time. We're okay. I, I don't. We shouldn't get into we'll get details. In I'm, I'm a swipe left. I'm a swipe left guy swipe because left. I'm the same as you were for years. I think it's odd. I've done it once. I've done it. I one think time. just one time. It's something I think I want to work on getting better at. I think it's. I think I, I want to be a why? swipe right. Why do you want to swipe right to that? I feel like. I feel because like because it I shouldn't would... be a big deal. It shouldn't be weird. Yeah, but but then you just when you walk in, you're just that. You're, it feels weird. That's why it's it swipe does. left for me. I know it does feel weird. Okay, more on that next week. More on that next. I week. I have one very last thing for me, and then whatever else you have. My last thing tomorrow. This is thir- This is Wednesday night. If you're watching live on Facebook, we thank you as always. Um, on Thursday or whenever after you are listening to this podcast on Thursday, January tenth. A, a very good friend of the show, very loyal listener. His birthday. Happy birthday, Steve Snodgrass. Hey, hey, happy birthday, STS Snod. Yes, sir. Congratulations, one of the very first loyal listeners we had on this. He was uh, he, he he listened to us before we were the nosebleeds. Yeah, you're right. He listened to, to us before then. So, you're right. Uh, we appreciate it. Happy birthday to you, Steve. And uh, catch, every, catch us every week. Wednesday nights, 10.30, live on Facebook. Uh, Otherwise, catch us Thursday morning or the rest of the week. You can get us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, CastBox, all your favorite platforms. Hit the like button. Subscribe. Please do all that. Comment on on what you think. We need a name for the studio. Put a comment in the comment section what you think we should call it. And uh, you can catch Adam on Twitter at AdamSchmidt44. I'm at SickWitIt. Don't forget to vote on the first round, the dream versus the answer on our Facebook poll. Best nicknames in the NBA. Yes. Don't forget to turn your headlights on.